Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. First thing I want to talk about is something that was raised in the show today, which is the statute of limitations, or statue of limitations, should I say. And we don't have a statute of limitations in this country unless it's a civil case. In other words, if you're going to sue somebody in this country, there's a statute of limitations of six years. So in other words, you must take out the initial complaint or you must send the original solicitor's letter or complaint within a six-year period of the event happening. So in other words, if somebody you know, slanders you, well, they don't use the word slander anymore, but liables you or defames you, you have six years. If somebody hits you in their car and you have an accident, you have six years to put in your initial claim for damages or for punitive damages or whatever injury or whatever it is. But you must put your initial claim in within six years. That's, the, that's as far as the statute of limitations goes in Ireland. Um, the rest is endless. In America, depending on the state, now it is very different from state to state. The statute of limitations, basically it's time limit for filing charges against a defendant. The general federal statute of limitations in America for felonies stand for the proposition that the government can no longer file criminal charges for an offence once five years has passed. Now again, that varies state to state. This is federal law. And the federal statute of limitations... Uh, states, except as otherwise uh, expressly provided by law, no person shall be prosecuted, tried or punished for any offence, not capital. Unless, in other words, murder, it doesn't matter. You can you can try somebody for murder for the rest of their life, particularly if DNA evidence. Unless the indictment is found or the information is instituted within five years next after such offence shall have been committed. And the purpose of the statute of limitations, why did America bring in such a thing? You might have heard it more recently when you hear of these, you know, the Me Too campaign, for example, and you've heard of people being brought to court, like Bill Cosby was brought to court. There was, I don't know, 50 women made a complaint against him. But the, all of those women couldn't take a criminal case against him except for one because it was within a 10-year period because, of course, whatever state he was in, the statute of limitations was 10 years on that particular crime. So it depends on the crime as well, okay, depending on state to state. Now, that one person took a case and the judge allowed others who are outside of the statute of limitations to give evidence to corroborate her story. Hence, it was found on a technicality not to be legal. So the case should have never been taken and he was let out of jail only recently because the evidence, not the crime, the evidence was statute barred. That's they call it statue barred. And the purpose of the statute of limitations is to keep defendants from having to defend themselves from charges that occurred so far in the past that it makes it impossible to properly defend yourself. In many of these cases, evidence may no longer be available, making it hard to defend yourself or prove your innocence. Your memory, for example, wouldn't be available. If somebody turned around and said to you, where were you on the night of the 12th of December 1985? You know, I have absolutely no idea. I couldn't tell you where I was last weekend. You have a better chance of remembering what happened in the last five years than you have of what happened 30 years ago. Like, honestly, think about it yourself. Imagine a guard called to your door tonight and said to you, we have an allegation against you. It was December the 2nd, 1985. Where were you that night? You would have absolutely no idea. You'd have to start racking your brains, going through photographs. You would have no alibi. You'd have nothing. So you'd have no defence. The allegation could be made against you. You could find yourself in court and in jail before you know it for something maybe that you didn't do. 
And that's the, the reason why there's a statute of limitations in the United States. Again, I say we don't have it here. In America, they say it would violate the defendant's right to receive due process under the law and the right to receive a fair trial if a prosecution must take place under these conditions. And the argument that statute of limitations has run is a defence against a criminal charge, yet if it is not presented before a trial begins, the defendant likely has waived their right to use this as a defence. In other words, if a defendant who has an accusation against him wants the case to go to court <clears throat> to prove their innocence because it may be a very public case, they can allow it. In order to successfully use the statute of limitations defence, it is necessary to show criminal uh, uh, compliant or the, the criminal complaint was filed after five years from the period that the event happened. Now, I'm not going to go through it all, but there are certain exceptions to the statute of limitations. And of course, that is for capital crimes such as murder. Um, any white-collar crimes have their own per- statute of limitations. For example, an offence against the Internal Revenue Service in America has a statute of limitations for tax charges and such as tax evasion or failure to file a tax return, which must be filed within six years from the date of the offence. And I think it's pretty similar over here, actually, when it comes to revenue, because all businesses must keep their invoices and books for seven years. In Ireland, we don't have a statute of limitations unless it's a civil case, which is six years, which means, as I said already, you must take a civil action if you want to sue somebody or make an application to sue somebody within six years of the event happening. Many criminal cases before the Irish courts for crimes that happened in the past against an adult or a person over the age of 18, and many of those cases have been 40 and 50 years ago. We've seen that in the courts recently for cases that happened 40 years ago. But should they be statute barred? Should a case should cases be statute barred? Because it is fair to say that the person who's had the accusation made against them would find it difficult to defend themselves. Unless there's DNA evidence provided, they would find it very difficult to defend themselves because it was so long ago. You wouldn't remember where you were. So should there be a statute of limitations on criminal charges in Ireland, with the exception of capital crimes and such as murder? Should there be a statute of limitations? Now, the statute of limitations is different, by the way, in relation to children in America, depending again, state by state. I could read them all. I have them all here, depending on the state you happen to be in. Um, It changes radically. But this is federal law I was talking about. So under the age of 18, the statute of limitations changes. It's 10 years in some states, for example. Uh, five years and others, six years. So it changes from state to state. Should there be a statute of limitations on all crimes? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-008, with the exception of murder, of course. Malachi, you're an Ireland's classic hits. Okay, Malachi, as a family law solicitor, I, I suppose you do have statute of limitations. Is there statute of limitations on family law? Well, well, there's, not, well there's not really. Um, because, I mean, obviously you can get divorced whenever you want. It doesn't matter. Oh, how long the marriage is? Mm-hmm. Seventy and get divorced. What about but things like domestic violence and things well, like domestic that? Domestic violence is a cr- well. You see, if, you, if there's a domestic violence order against you and you breach that, that becomes a criminal charge. So there's no statute on that. Right. Okay. So, I mean, so generally speaking, nothing gets statute barred. No, but say any applications in relation to children, for instance, expire when the child becomes an adult. Right. You know, okay. Um, but I, I think there's some confusion on two different aspects of this. You know, certainly I don't think there should be a statute of limitations in relation to criminal matters, but there, if the offence hasn't been reported, with the exception, say, of, of, of children, um, you can't have somebody, as we've had in all of these Me Too progr- um, cases in America, where people are coming back 
40 years later and reporting a crime that happened when they were an adult and they're saying, you know, they're looking for a prosecution on that. Um, I don't think we can sustain that. If you haven't reported the crime... Yeah, no, well, it is different if you've reported the crime. If you've reported the crime, well, then it's not statute barred. No, but, well, it's not statute barred either way. Mm-hmm. But, no, I'm talking about America. Yeah, but, but here, you know, you must have some requirement to report it. You, you know, you can't come along... Well, people do all the time. Yes, but it, that shouldn't be permitted. So, you know? you, so, so you're telling me that you shouldn't be allowed, let's say, for example, come along and say, 40 years ago, uh, this man, you know, sexually assaulted me. No, certainly not 40 years ago. No, if you're saying it happened when you were a child, well, then, let's say, a reasonable amount of time after you become an adult, say 21, right? If you haven't reported it by the time you're 21, well, then... You know, because it has—it comes down to a f- fairness, and not alone. You know, do people not remember what happened? In, in fact, the guilty remember, the innocent don't. And I mean, you made the point if somebody asked you where were you on such a night in 1985, if you were involved in a crime on that day, you would remember exactly what you were doing. But if you if you weren't, you have no idea where you were. Or what I mean, it, it states here, and I'm looking at an article here from the United States where there was an argument against the statute of limitations and they said sex crimes against children are uniquely heinous. Victims suffer extensive trauma that extends long into adulthood but despite significant psychological data that indicates survivors of childhood sexual abuse cannot and do not report their victimisation on a neat and predictable timeline, 16 states still require them to do so. In other words, 16 states still have a statute of limitations on, on violence against children. Yeah, but the problem with all of those is that it's one person's word against another many years later. And there's no defence. You know, you cannot mount a defence against a charge for something that happened 40 years ago. You know, and I mean, that's the reality of it. And if the crime is not reported and investigated, it's not simply a case of somebody saying, somebody done this to me, or, you know, this crime happened. The, the state has a responsibility to investigate that before they prosecute. It can't be, you know... And that's but we've seen we, we've seen many cases where you know you kind of would raise your eyebrows and say, well, there isn't any evidence of this. Well, it's I, just I, I one person's word that. against another. Well, just to take the, these child abuse cases, there is no priest who will get a, for instance, who will get a fair trial. Any priest charged will be convicted. You know, with no evidence other than very few the, Maliki, with the greatest respect, very few priests have been convicted. Because because of the redress system and people went and basically got their compensation well, and redress. But but what I'm saying is very few priests and, and everybody no, signed non disclosure okay, they signed signed non disclosures. Yeah, any of them that, that have been charged, you know, it comes down to what people believe and who, whether the witness is credible and I mean I, I don't want to be, you know, just saying priests because of, of um sex abuse cases, but if Somebody comes forward 30, 40 years later, makes an accusation against a section of society who are now, by many people, despised and blamed for all of the ills in society. You will not get a fair trial. You know, and one of the, the basis of the rule of law and the basis of, of civil society as we know it and the right of the state to punish wrongdoers is that it's done fairly, that it's done that there's due process. equally. And it's across the board, and the law applies to everyone in the same way. And we can't have different categories of, of crime because, for instance, and, and again, we come back to the, the Me Too movement, because it became popular to 
to make accusations against people generally who had money because there was nobody making accusations against poor people because there was nothing to be gained from that. And, you know, you have to question all of, a, a lot of this stuff. Well, in the United States, a lot of those Me Too cases were civil cases because, of course, they could take a civil case, you know, but they couldn't take a criminal case. Well, well in fact, some of the cases, they, they amended the statute and, and a number of cases are now in the courts in America. I can't remember what state it's in, um, which were lodged in the as the restrictions came to, the, the lifting of the restrictions came to an end, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it, there's no doubt that it's about money in a lot of these. In cases. some cases, it would be about money, isn't well, it? You know, it, it's amazing that money solves all problems. Yeah, but I mean, there is an argument there, you know, that, you know, somebody, and, and I don't want to be picking on certain crimes, let's leave murder aside, because no, no matter where you are, there's no statute of limitations on murder, particularly with DNA evidence, right? But leaving that aside, let's take rape, which is also a heinous crime as well. I mean, a woman comes forward and says, you know, a man raped me in 1980, and he's still walking the streets now. I hadn't, I wasn't brave enough to come forward because I've psychologically been damaged by this and I wanted to put it in the back of my mind, but now I feel it's the right time that I might be believed. And she comes forward now. Are we saying that we should just disregard that well, woman's... Well, you see, you will find in that case, you see, it, it, people believe that most rapes, for instance, are stranger rapes. Most rapes are not stranger rapes. The chances of a woman being attacked by somebody she never saw before like the Yorkshire Ripper or somebody like that, you know, in on the streets, is fairly rare and fairly remote. The vast bulk of the of the sex offence cases that come before the courts are by people who are in some kind of a relationship with the person who who rapes them, or they're living. You know, they're, they're, they know the they person. They know them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's a father, a brother, an uncle, or somebody well, like that. Well, in, fact, in, in a lot of, of cases, well, most of them are not father, mother, father, or brother. Most of them are casual acquaintances mm-hmm. or people that they're, they're in some kind of a relationship with. And, you know, if somebody comes that's along... A, that's not an excuse, Malachi, I'm, to rape somebody. I'm not saying it's an excuse, but it comes down to the issue of consent. And we see the debates and the discussion about what is consent. And you have somebody coming along 30 years later, because the vast majority of, of rapes that we know are not violent attacks. Well, there well, people is, would argue that rape is violent anyway. Well, no, well, no matter what, I mean, you don't have to be, it doesn't have to be stereotypical like you see in the movies where somebody jumps out from behind a bush and beats a woman and rapes her. You know, rape is a violent crime anyway. Yes, of course it is. But most of the cases that are coming before the court don't have that violent element in it that people would understand in a violent rape. What you have is the lack of consent. You have two people who, by and large, are drunk. And That's not always the case, Malachi. Look at the numbers, Noel, and and do the research, and you will find that in a huge drink, yeah, case, absolutely, yeah. alcohol is involved in a lot of that yeah. uh, those crimes. I I do I appreciate that, yeah. but I'm it's not, not but it's not always the case. And you see, the problem that that, that happens with the more you you prosecute those type of cases years later is that the that real rapists, for want of a better word. Escape. Well, why, but what? Yeah, but but if the person is guilty that you're talking about, the case that you relate to see statute barred are real rapists, as you put it. I mean, but what? Where where does that argument go then? Well, you see, if 
You're, what you're doing well, is what you're doing. What you're doing is saying there's different types of rape, and I'm not completely disagreeing with you. Of course, every crime has you know different facets to it, right? But you know, and some some rapes can be very violent, some not so violent. But people would say it's a violent crime anyway. But you know, but you're arguing that one would be a violent stereotypical rape, and one would be the one where we would yes, have a debate over who's given consent. But if if you don't report it till twenty years later. How can there be an investigation? Well, very difficult. I, I appreciate that. And it's difficult for the Garda Sheikana. And, no and it's difficult for the, you know, the, I was going to say the Crown Prosecution Service for the, for the, for the, the Irish, DPP. for the DPP. But, but what you have here now is a climate has been created where the complaint is made 20 years later and the, the male in general is prosecuted. And what about a child's? Well, what about a crime? What about a crime against a child? Yes, when I said when a child becomes an adult, yeah. they, so what you're saying to me is that there should be a limitation on that too—that a child has up to a certain age to report the crime, and after that point, it should be statute barred. Well, I think you have to draw a line somewhere. Do you? You know, if, when, if it, you, when it comes to a serious crime, if you take a, a, there's a recent case running. I think it's it's in America. Somebody who's now seventy. I can't remember who she made the allegation against. Um, some, somebody who is worth a few pounds, I imagine, anyway. Um, like a woman at 70 makes a complaint of something that happened when she was 20. Wasn't it the, the, the um, singer? Um, who? Oh. Okay. Well, his, his name just escaped me. Yeah, but that would be. That, if, it, if it's America, that's a civil case. It's not going to be a criminal case. No, but. but there is a statute of limitations in relation to civil cases. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't sue you after certain periods, depending on what it is. Um, so, by the way, just to, to clarify, in Ireland, that applies across the board when it comes to civil matters. It's six years, I assume. Well, well there's different categories. Yeah. Personal injuries, it's only two years. So, so in other words, if you, if you want to put a claim in for an injury in a car accident, you have two years to file your initial yeah. complaint. Um, contracts would be six years, and defamation is only a year. And there's, there's different time periods. Employment is six months, and you know. Yeah. There's, so, there's so, so, so if you want to take a defamation case, you must put in the initial complaint within one year. Yes, you, you must issue your proceedings. Right. Okay. Right. And then is there is there a, is there a, um, a statute of limitations then after that point? So let's say. I want to sue you, and I put an initial complaint in against Malachy Steenson, and I say I'm suing Malachy Steenson, and I do that in say nine months after Malachy says what he has, whatever he said about me, and I do nothing about it for about seven or eight years, well, and then I issue your proceedings now, and, and so then it, there's a live court file. Now, if you don't do anything for seven or eight years, the other side will say, "Look, you've done nothing," and they'll try and get it struck out. But right. technically, you don't have to do anything, and you take your chances. Then you know. Well, so you're going to have it hanging over you for the rest of your life. It could well be seven or eight years before it gets here anyway. This is Ireland after all. So, well, stay there for a second. Let me just go to Paddy. Paddy, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Paddy? Not too bad, Niall. Good. How are you? Paddy, the idea of a statute of limitations, we started talking about this today when we were talking about older people being sentenced. We were talking about a 91-year-old man being sentenced with a crime. But we started talking about the statute of limitations. Should there be a statute of limitations on, on maybe not obviously on capital murder, but certainly on other crimes? No, there shouldn't. There definitely shouldn't. A friend of mine had been raped when she was six years old. She's now 49, 50. Can't remember exactly how old she is. But she only had the ability to go to the police recently to report that. 
because she lived with the fact that two of her brothers, two of them, took it in turns to rape her regularly. That's appalling. Now, what your man is saying, what Maliki is saying is, if she hasn't reported it but she's 21, then tough shit. You can't get on with her. That is the biggest load of BS I've ever heard in my life. Six years of age. Six. She grew up with the feeling that she had done something wrong. She had done something wrong to deserve what she got when she was six. Explain that to me. Maliki, that's a, it's a fair point, you know. I mean, when you're talking about the innocence of a child and something that could be at the back of their mind, although in the back of the mind at the forefront, because this can be a life sentence for many children to, to live with that nightmare for their lives, and you're telling them that if they be, are brave enough or they feel brave enough when they're 48, 49, whatever it is, or 50, to then come forward, you're saying they shouldn't be allowed? That's not what I said. I said that but they that have is to come forward in a reasonable time. Well, that is, yeah, I that's what you're saying. 21. Yes, but you see... When you start so looking at it, no, 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 hang on. Let, let him answer the question yeah. first, Paddy, and then I'll let you respond to it. Cases, and people will always bring up the most emotive cases, like this. That, the, the one well, that's that's, that's, that's not just a story. By the way, that's not just a story. That's Paddy. Oh, no, yeah. had a, he knows somebody who yeah, had this I, experience. I that, but people bring up the worst cases, right? Now, what you have in law, and what the law has to do, is to not deal with the specific cases, but deal with. The, the, with society in general. And, you know, what we should be doing is creating a, a, scenario, a society where that woman was able to come forward as soon as, as, as she could, you know, as soon as she became an adult. In other words, more support services well, and more, and and more possible there, yeah. ways of doing this. You know, and, like, I don't want to be getting into the particulars of the case, but if somebody has been abused and raped for that length of time, as a young child, somebody should have spotted something somewhere. Like, where are the, the teachers, for instance, in school who should notice something? Where are the social services? Where are all the things that we've it's said a long about time ago. children? It was a long time ago. And, no, but I, I can guarantee you, Niall, that those things are still happening today. Yeah, but I mean, when we look at what happened in this country going back 40 years ago when I was a kid and you were a kid, should people ignore all this stuff? Niall, today is no different. So, well, Paddy, sorry, just to, going back to this particular case that you're aware of. So yeah. th- this young lady was raped at the age of six. And was it by people she knew? By her brothers. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you mentioned it was her brothers. Yeah, but but, 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 yeah. but whether, whether no adult, other adults, in other words, a mother and father that would have noticed what was going on or whether other people. So her, mother, her mother had just died. So her grandfather was taking care of them. Um, when she went to school, people all put it down to the fact that she was sad because her mama died. Nobody had pointed out the fact, or nobody had looked at the fact that actually there was something else going on. Because when she told me about it, she was saying she refused to go to PA. She wouldn't get changed in front of other people. You know? I can imagine, yeah, I can imagine. She would go to school with her hair not brushed. You know, well, that's behind all of those things were signals that there was something wrong. But nobody noticed it, Maliki. Well, hang well on, Maliki. you'll find people did notice Maliki, it and they Maliki, ignored it. Maliki. Yeah, Maliki, hang on. They all put it down to the fact that she was grieving because her mother had passed away. 
But Malachi, Malachi, listening to that story about his friend makes a really good case as to why we shouldn't have a statute of limitations. And and I know you're saying that's an anecdotal story, and I'm not meaning to write Paddy's story off as an anecdotal story, and there are stories that wouldn't be as heinous as that. I get that. And you're saying the law has to be a blunt instrument, and I also get that as well. well but but people point. have to have an opportunity to get justice, do they not? It's, it's very hard years down the road to prove I get that. And, know, th- and that's the reason. I'm looking under American law, the definition of the statute of limitations and the reason it exists. And the argument, and maybe just run this past you, Paddy, the argument that there is a statute of limitations is that it's unfair on the person who's had the allegations made on them to try and defend themselves against something where there may no longer be any evidence for the, for the defendant. There may be evidence for the prosecution, but not for the defendant. Uh, the only evidence they may have is their memory, and that's not going to be good after 30 or 40 years. So, Paddy, that's the argument that, like, if I came to you, Paddy, and said, you know, Paddy, you did something to me, you know, in 1987 on the 12th of December, do you even remember where you were on that date? Do you, well, do you understand what I'm saying? Saturday, you know? If it was a Saturday night, I can tell you exactly where I was. <laughs> but what, what I'm saying is, like, she has gone to the police, the police have listened. The police have taken the case forward. Right? Now, she now has to go through and relive every single moment of that. Right? The multiple occasions that she was raped by those two fellas. She has to go through every single moment of it. And she, she will have to stand yeah, but, up in court. Yeah, but, well, what, hang on. but what's the alternative? She has to stand up. Hang on, hang on, Maliki. Right? She has to stand up in court and say this. And explain exactly what they did to her. Yeah, but you see, the, 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 the corollary of what you're saying is that because somebody makes an allegation, then why bother with a trial? You know, just convict Oh, no, I'm not saying That's that. That's what you're saying. I'm not saying that. She has to no, give no. the evidence, of course. She has to give the evidence, but she has to be put through that trauma. Well, see, the, the, way, the way this works, uh, and it is terrible, Paddy, it is awful, but the state are the ones taking the case. She's a state's witness. And that's the way it works yeah. in prosecution. So she has to give evidence. Otherwise, yeah, we would have a very strange justice system. And, and I know that's very difficult for any woman who may have been raped or anybody who was raped as a child. That's a really difficult thing to do because it brings it all back to them. And, and it's horrific. But there is no other way of doing that. No, and I appreciate that. Unless, of course, the, de- the defendants plead guilty. Unless which, they plead guilty, yes. Yeah. And, 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 and well, in a number like, of these cases, people do plead guilty. Well, in the messages that she's had from them, because she's spoken to them, well, hasn't spoken to them, she hasn't spoken to them in 30-odd years, but she messaged them, right, and said, do you remember what you did? And they have both sent back messages going, yeah, we're really sorry, it was something that we did, something that we shouldn't have done, you know, so on and so forth, you know. Well, that's, I'm assuming that's evidence in itself. That's evidence in itself, but it's left her completely screwed over. Because she's now sitting there going, wasn't my fault. 
Well, look, mate, did I encourage them? Because she's now an adult, and she's looking back at it from an adult point of view. Did I encourage them to do this? Was it me? That's awful. You know? And she's now going through all that trauma, and she's reliving it. So as far as the statute of limitations is concerned, no. Not when it comes... Okay, well, okay, I, 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 I think anybody listening to your story, Paddy, and I know your friend is actually in the United Kingdom, but anybody listening to the story would think to themselves, no way, when you listen to those extreme cases, and they are extreme cases, and that is a particularly horrible, horrible story. But, but, let me, let but, me but should, but should and, and I know we're very, we're very much focusing on crimes of a sexual nature because that's always what this debate comes down to when we talk about statute of limitations. But should there be a statute of limitations on any crimes, Paddy? I think if you if you commit a crime, you've broken the law. Why should you be let away with it? Because when when you say let away with it, it it can come to a point in time where you may not remember. Like if you are innocent, as as Maliki rightly said, if you're guilty, you will remember. But if you are innocent, you may not remember, and you may not remember what you did on the night. You may not have an alibi. You may not be able to give evidence to defend yourself. That's not due process. That's the reason why they have statute of limitations in certain countries. But isn't it up to the prosecution to prove that you were guilty? It's a fair, well, that's, a fair, that's a fair point, Maliki. You know, do we have faith in the Irish justice system to prove that somebody is guilty beyond, as well, they say, beyond a reasonable doubt, but is guilty? Well, they have to be um, beyond, it has to be beyond a reasonable doubt. But again, if we just, and I know we're, we're honing in on the sexual crimes to some extent. Well, they are but, always the ones that come yeah. up when we talk about you this sexual limitation. What that comes down to is, when you have the, the alleged perpetrator and the, the, the alleged victim, and they both give evidence, it's who comes across better to the jury. You know, who, who stands up to, to, to you know, the, the rigours of, of the court process. And it may not be I'm the right, right, because there's no evidence. There's one person saying one thing, and there's the other person is, is saying the opposite. And it's who's, who's more credible, who's a better performer in some cases. You know, and that's... Because no. it, it well, well I, I do agree, Paddy. In some cases, you've got two people in court, you've got no evidence, and it's basically up to who the jury believes and who's the most convincing. Because, let's be clear about it, if it's a case where somebody is contesting their innocence, one person is lying. So it's up to the jury to decide who's telling lies. And and th- in those cases, it is up to who the better performer is on the day. And I, I suppose that, that's I, the, the point, Malik. And not all cases are like that. Some cases will have evidence, of course, and witnesses. But but a lot of cases yeah, but, don't. But even still, you get somebody who was standing up there, either trying to defend themselves or trying to say, look, this actually did happen, right? If you've got somebody who is innocent and is trying to defend themselves, they may fall apart because of pressure and all the angst that they've been put through mm-hmm. leading up to this, right? Because on average it takes a case to go from reporting it to court between about between two and two and a half years. And you've got that all hanging over you. The same as the person who has brought the case. They've got to go through all that for the two to two and a half years before they actually stand up in front of the court. Now, going through that is a difficult process. I am not going to deny it. Whether you're the defendant or whether you're the one who's bringing the prosecution, right? Not an issue around that. 
I still firmly believe that if you have broken the law, and you know you have broken the law, or somebody has come to you, or somebody has stood up and said, they have done this to me, you know, then why, why give a time limit on it? Well, hold on. I wasn't, I wasn't saying you that know. people shouldn't be prosecuted. What I was, the point I'm making is that the, the crime must be reported within a, a, a reasonable amount of time. And then if, 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 for instance, new evidence emerges later on that can lead to a conviction, then that's fair enough. Or, you know, there's new developments in DNA and all, you know, uh, and, and different forensic um, changes and, and progress in that way. But the crime must be reported. You know, we can't have a situation where somebody, 50 years later... But that is the situation currently. Yes, and that shouldn't... Well, 50 years later, makes a complaint. If somebody makes a complaint within a reasonable time after the incident, well then, you know, it's in the system, and they have made the complaint, and they've made their statement. And, you know, perhaps the the state doesn't get the perpetrator or or find them for, you know, for years. Mm -hmm. And that's fair enough, you know. Then they See, I suppose, I, I suppose it's an argument, and, and not Paddy talking about the case you're aware of, or, or nothing yeah. quite as serious as that. Maybe a sexual assault case where somebody inappropriately touched somebody or, or, or whatever, right? And you could argue that there's a case that time changes. In other words, what was inappropriate or what's inappropriate now may not have been inappropriate 30 years ago. And we're looking at it with different glasses and different eyes. So we're looking at it under today's legislation. So that's the argument I suppose Maliki's making, particularly when we talked about the Me Too movement. And I'm not suggesting for a minute they aren't all victims. But certainly a lot of the stuff that was brought forward through the Me Too uh, movement a lot of it was financially motivated, and I think you would even agree with that, Maliki. Point. I think it was all financially. I, I don't motivated. believe. I don't believe it was all financially motivated, well, Maliki. You know why? Why was? Why were all of the allegations made against people who had money and people who actually made the claims after they had a successful career and claimed that they had been abused? Well, we we, ne- we may may or may never know those things. A lot of those cases were civil actions as well. Uh, which, if it is a civil action, it's clearly probably about money. Uh, but but in saying that, I suppose the point is, Paddy, you know that we we have to be careful that time changes and and the way we look at a crime. I mean, things that we that are not a crime now may have been a crime say fifty years ago. Like I always refer to the the guy who robbed the apple, you know, in nineteen fourteen and ended up uh, in Clemenum Jail for three two years when he was sixteen years of age because he stole an apple. I mean, we wouldn't dream of putting somebody in jail now for that. Well, so, well, so in other words, crime, we, we, we look at things differently. Sorry, sorry, Maliki. It's still Maliki. a crime to rob an apple. Sorry? It's still a crime to rob an apple. Yeah, but nobody's going to go to jail for robbing well, an apple. Well, no, we do prosecute people for similar offences, and sometimes they do go to jail for shoplifting and things which would be similar to robbing an apple. Yeah, well, Maliki, with the greatest threat, who goes to jail in this country for shoplifting unless they've got 10 previous convictions? Well, I was going to add that on. Yeah, OK. Need so. Probably 30 previous convictions. Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. But down the road, they may well do. Yeah, well, nobody... If I stole an apple tomorrow and was caught in the guards, before the guards wouldn't be called to steal an apple. But if I did, I'm not going to go to jail for it. Well, no, you've been such a high-profile public figure, they might want (laughs) to make an example of you. They might want to make an example (laughs) of me, yes. All right, well, stay there for a second, please. Both of you can, Maliki and Paddy. Let me go to James. James, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, James? Good evening, Niall. Uh, James, you've been listening to Paddy. Yes. He makes a very good case as to why we should have no statute of limitations. He's, he's talking about a very interesting case regarding a friend in the United Kingdom that, yes, who uh, was raped at the age of six by her brothers. Shocking, shocking story. Yes. It was just other one thing I was going to say to you before that. 
I was very glad there was a man cleared last week and uh, he was innocent now. And that's Piers Morgan. That's right, yes, he was. <laughs> I was very glad. Not a crime as such, but 47,000 complaints to Ofcom, yes. yes, yes. Although in a few years it will be a crime. Probably. Yes, always right. Okay, so James, getting back to the statute of limitations. Yes. Uh, I, I, I be, I, Maliki has made a very good case now, as I expected. Obviously, this is his area of expertise. Uh, I wouldn't be able to add much to what Maliki was saying. But uh, the only thing I would say, I was looking at that old man the other day who was 91, the former cardinal. This is in the United States. Uh, yeah, I was talking about him earlier on. Yes, he was accused yeah, of uh, sexually assaulting uh, a boy at a wedding 40 years ago. Yes, yes. A boy and, of 16. Uh, he's very, very old now in Ireland, decrepit, and uh, I wouldn't, uh, it's, I'm not digressing now, but I don't think he should go to prison now. He's uh, far too old now. You have to, you have to temper justice with mercy now. And uh, I think uh, being, being brought forward now and being gone through a trial and I think that's probably... Mercy. He didn't have much mercy, if indeed guilty. He didn't have much mercy for the 16-year-old that he sexually abused. Yes, yes, you yeah. could say that, but uh, you have to... He has have no mercy. So, when, when, you're, when you're bringing forward cases now, like we had the other day where there was a lady murdered her three children, there was a uh, mitigating circumstance into, uh, into consideration now, and she was cleared. She wasn't found guilty now. That she was found not guilty by reason of insanity. Yes, yes. Well, many that, but that's a, different, that's a different... Outcome. Yeah, but often and by the way, my, can I just say, James, it's an outcome I've always disagreed with. In the in Scotland, for example, they can find you guilty by reason of insanity, which I think is fairer. Yeah. But how? But however, getting back to you know, okay, you, you mentioned this guy, this cardinal in the United States in Massachusetts, I think he's from. So he's ninety-one years of age, was accused of uh, sexually assaulting a sixteen-year-old boy at a wedding forty years ago, and you're saying that we should have some mercy on him, Paddy? Do, do you understand what James is saying? Uh, no. He was a man who was in a position of trust. He had the trust. He had open access to those kids. He was in a position of trust. Kids, one, one, one child, Four, one child. Forty years ago, everybody thought that the priests were the best things to sliced bread. Nothing could, they would never do anything wrong. Butter wouldn't melt in their mouths. How could such a lovely person who's devoted their life to God do such a heinous thing. And, and to be fair, Paddy, the majority, the vast majority of priests who devote their lives to God would never do such a heinous thing. Yes. So, okay, so, so, so Maliki was right what he said at the start because the point James is making is the man is 91. I don't know whether you've seen him on Sky News. He can barely walk. He's on a Zimmer frame. He's all crunched over. He's 91 years of age. He's like somebody who's probably not long left on this planet. God bless. see Christmas, I'd say. Uh, he'd be lucky to see Christmas. So he's 91 years of age. The argument is, under American law, and what happened with him was, because he moved citizenship, the statute of limitations clock was stopped, and that's how he could be done. It was a very complicated case, right? But at 91, how can he defend himself? With literally, probably, the the onset of Alzheimer's as well, on top of all that, and old age and everything else. How could he possibly defend himself? So how can you have due process, Paddy? That's the point James is making. Well, I'm sorry, but, you know, what about the 16-year-old that he abused? He Absolutely. I, I know I get that. You know, he has to live with that for the rest of his life. So, at 91 years of age, what are you, you onset of Alzheimer's? Yeah, okay, you could argue it, but you, you, can, also, you can also pretend to have that. Uh, it's a po- no, it's a possibility. I'm just saying it's a possibility no. at that age. Right. No. Your memory well, fails you at 91 anyway. No. Yeah, so, well, 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 hang on, James. 
now a cardinal or a previous well, he, cardinal. Well, he's retired, defrocked. Retired. He's defrocked now, yeah. You've got a sixteen-year-old, forty years later, now fifty-six, has lived with that for his whole life. That cardinal has sat there. God knows how many other kids he's done it to. But you don't know because that. Nobody, now, see, now, now we're extending exactly. the story. We don't know that. But nobody, nobody knows because nobody else has come forward. Well, if nobody else has come forward, there's no other case to answer. That, for the moment, all we can go by is the case that's brought before the courts and the case that's made made a complaint. Sure, I could turn around and say there's been millions of cases against Paddy or against James, but there hasn't been because nobody's come forward, thankfully, in either, either no. one of you or me, for that matter. So, in other words, those don't exist unless somebody comes forward. You can't just say that. But, that, but, but that, well, hang on, James. James just wants to respond to what you're saying. Sorry, James. Go ahead. Also, now, you know, when you go on too far with, uh, you know, the case, if, you, if you have a historical case like that, in any case, there's also the danger that person who's been accused may have an alibi for that time, but the person who was with them may be dead now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may have been with someone at the time of the uh, of the uh, allegation, and that 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 person who could give them an alibi may be now dead. So that's the other side of it now. Yes, yeah, the- his name is the way is Cardinal Theodore McCarrick. Yes, mm-hmm. as you know, there was also uh, accusations against Cardinal Pell, which were overturned now. That's he right. Yes, we have false allegations. The Australian Cardinal. Well, yeah, I- and there's been pl- there's been plenty of others who haven't been false. I'm sorry, but. You know, 91 years of age, if it's been proven against him or if he's gone to court about it, he has to prove his innocence. And, and, I, and, I, and I, I do appreciate when you talked about the case that you're aware of, there's very few people could argue, argue with you, Paddy. But when you, it depends on the case as well. When you say, I have one person, person A, who was 16 at the time, I have a man of 91 who probably doesn't even remember how to walk at this stage, and you're asking both of them, let's just say there is no witnesses. So, you know, it's going to be, in a lot of these cases, who are you going to believe? The man can't defend himself anymore. He's probably incapable of defending himself. Now, unless there's a, co- a lot of corroborating witnesses or somebody actually saw it happening, it's very hard to prove a case like that because the man is not able to defend himself. That's the point James is making. So that's what happens when you don't have a statute of limitations, that it's unfair sometimes and you don't get due process. Oh. Let me just think about that verse. So you're saying if a person can't defend himself, then he shouldn't be put up in court to face the accusation? It shouldn't be made public that he's been accused of doing this and that the, the young person that has happened against him has to sit there and go, ah, oh, well, they're 91 now, you know. I can't really do anything about that anymore. You know, oh, it's a bit tough, really. I'll just have to put up with the fact that I was abused by somebody. Sorry, doesn't wash with me. Doesn't wash with him, James. Well, I myself was abused when I was young now, at school, for two years, mm-hmm. by a teacher. And because I'm a Christian, I've forgiven him a long time ago now. He's dead now, long dead. But uh, i uh, uh, that's the difference. Uh, when you're a practicing Christian, I had no choice now. Well, well every, everybody has that choice to forgive or to look for justice. Yes, and that's, yes. that's, that's your choice. Yes, 
yes. That That's was my what I was there for. Well, I do me a favour, both of you. Stay there, because I have to take a break. Uh, the number is 087-188-008. Should we have a statute of limitations? All right, for those just joined us, we are talking about the statute of limitations in the United States. By the way, there is a statute of limitations, depending on which state. So many people, so many texts in from a different state in America saying that's not the statute of limitations in this state. I know I can't talk about individual states. I can only give you federal law. And in general, federal law says five years, but some states will say 10 years, five years, six years, depends on the crime. Uh, but in Ireland, when it comes to criminal law, we don't have a statute of limitations. Paddy is arguing that there shouldn't be, and James believes that there should be a statute of limitations. James, how long should that statute of limitations be in your mind? Well, probably Maliki would be a better answer than that uh, than I would now. Well, well, six years will be the statute of limitations on civil matters, on a lot of civil matters. So do you, do you believe we should have, say, a statute of limitations on, say, 10 years? Yes, possibly that way now, 10, 15 maybe. And in relation to, say, a child that has been sexually abused, um, Maliki's suggestion is that a child should have to come forward and make an initial complaint to Angarda Shea before a certain age. Yes, well, that's always... Do you believe that should be the case? Sorry, no. Do you believe that should be the case? Well, uh, as I said, uh, there is always uh, a very much an unsafe aspect to those uh, historical cases now. I always find that they're, I'm very you know, uh, nervous about them that there's no evidence now and no witnesses. Well, co- well, they normally would go with cooperation. So if you have four or five people make a complaint about the same person and they give a very similar story, well, then most well, likely that, it's that probably true. Strong, all right, but it's a single case. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I'll be worried about that now because it's just one person's word against another. Well, in a, lot, in a lot of cases, it would be, yes. And you had, of course, a lot of the high-profile cases like Cliff Richard and Bill Roach and Coronation Street who was falsely accused. Michael of Lavelle. Uh, yes, the other man, yes, and many more. And it's, it's, a, it's an horrendous thing to be falsely accused of now. I think I'd rather be accused of murder now. They say, well, they say it's as bad to be accused as found guilty. Yes. I mean, and, and that's a fair point too, Paddy, to make. I don't think that would solve that issue, by the way, that the accusation of a sexual crime is almost as bad as being convicted of it. Um, so I don't think, you know, having a statute of limitations would make a huge difference to that problem. No, it wouldn't. It mm. wouldn't make any difference to it. Because mm. once an allegation has been made, if you're in the public eye, then you're tired for life. You know, that's it. You're gone. You're done. Your career is finished. You know, um, well, the person who says the allegation can waltz on now if they've made a false allegation, there'll be no comeback to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we've seen some people come back from allegations. I was only looking at Kevin in Carnation Street the other day. I mean, he went through two years of a false allegation. And it aged him now. Oh, it destroyed his life. Sure, he ended up on cocaine and drink and all sorts of things. Yes, yes. Uh, and for a story that was completely concocted. And, and again, Paddy, when I say with certain crimes, we are in a situation where it's two people with an account of what happened on a particular day at a certain time. And it's up to a jury to decide who they believe. Now, in Michael Lavelle's case, or Kevin from Carnation Street, it turned out that the person who took the stand, who her, his, her mother made the allegation, a schoolgirl, that he had raped her, turned out and said it never happened. Her mother put her up to it, which was outrageous after two years. Yeah, now that's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, that mother should be prosecuted. For well, that. she wasn't. Well, she should be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a defamation, mm-hmm. you know. Send her, send her down, send her down the road. Well, the problem you have is the courts are the only place that you can't defame somebody legally. So, so unfortunately, you're in an oasis because we couldn't have a justice system if you had defamation in a courtroom because in a courtroom, as I said to you already, one person is always going to lie. 
the one, the one that's not telling the truth, usually. It would stay there for a second. Let me go to Seamus as well. Seamus, you're in Ireland's Classic Kits. Seamus, thank you very much indeed. Can I just mention to people as well, you travelled all the way from Cork to Dublin to give me your book, The Fuse Within. Um, and I have to say, I started to read it. Now, I haven't got all the way through it yet, James, or Seamus, because my time is very limited. But I have to say, it's an amazing book. And I didn't realise you got yourself into so much trouble as a young man, by the way. Can I point out, Seamus? Yeah, I got away a bit more. Though. Yeah, you did, you did. But it, it also mentions in the book as well that, you know, even though you got yourself into a lot of trouble and ended up in an industrial school, you didn't deserve the physical and psychological sex and sexual abuse that was profound against you. So, But I will get to read the rest of the book, Seamus, and I'll get it back take to you. So I do. Bye, I take your time now, I've talked to you. <laughs> All right. Well, Seamus, you've, you've heard James sorry. say. Yeah, sorry, Paddy, go ahead. Sorry, like, I'm going to have to go. Okay, no problem, Paddy, and I appreciate All you coming right. on the air. Thanks very much, Nate. All right. Seamus, you've heard uh, James say there should be a statue of limitations or certain crimes should be statue barred after a certain period of time that you just can't come back 40 years later and say, you know, man X or woman X sexually abused me when I was nine or ten. That, that, you just can't have that. That, that can't continue. Um, that law is funny. Um, like, they should bring out a law Whereas that when somebody makes false allegations and it's proven, they should just go straight to jail. There should be no ifs or buts because it's a serious, serious thing to do. I would agree, provided it's proven there were false allegations. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Without a doubt, they should go to jail. Yeah. But the one thing I do want to say is that, like myself and thousands of others, we were in the industrial schools and things like this happened to us. And it wasn't until 30 or 40 years later that we started coming out. Like, I was married, what, 15, 17 years, and I was sitting down inside the front room one night, and I was with my wife, and there was a program came on, The State of Affairs. I remember the program well, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I just broke State down of fear, and State of Fear, wasn't it? Yeah. State of Fear. Yeah. And I just broke down and cried, and the wife was saying, what the f-? And I said, that's me. It affects, it, like, being abused. And had you, by the way, had you ever talked to your wife no, previous to that before any abu- about any abuse in school? Never, and I never would have either. And did you, was it something that was on your mind all of the time? Was, or was it just when that program, did that program jog a memory in you? Oh, God, no, 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 no. I was going through hell way before that. It just kept on coming back into my mind, in my mind. And if you ask anybody like me, the one thing, the one fear we had was being believed against school teachers, uh, religious orders and industrial schools. So who's going to believe us? That was our worst fear. And that's what kept us quiet. Some people never even came out with it. Mm -hmm. Some people went through life now, and I've witnessed this. Survivors went through life and they got married and they had kids and their marriages broke up because... They didn't deal with it. So, yeah, but should you? Law, I, I, and I get that, and everybody's, in, I believe, entitled to justice, right? Yeah. But James, who's still with us there, is arguing that that's fair enough and you're entitled to justice. And it, But mind you, he's a different type of person and he believes in forgiveness as a Christian, and that's fair enough too. But he believes that, you know, there's a limit to how long you can leave it before you come across and say, just, you know, I want to accuse 
Johnny of sexually abusing me when I was nine or ten years of age or whatever it was, because Johnny might be now 60 or 70 years of age, has no memory of it, if he's an innocent man, let's say. He may have no memory of it and would find it very difficult to defend himself. Look, I totally agree with you because I'll, I'll explain why. Well, actually, do me a favour. Don't explain why yet. And James, would you stay with me as well? Yeah, I don't, no okay, I, it's just I've got a little bit behind on breaks and Seamus, I'm not meaning to cut you short, but I'm going to come straight back to you after the break. All right, Seamus, so no stay problem, with me. Mate. All right, I've just got a little bit over time on breaks. Uh, the number's 087-188-0008. The Angry Christian says, as word of mouth, guys, after 50 years, is not legal proof of any crime being committed. Seamus, how would you feel about that statement? Sorry, can you repeat that? He says, word of mouth after 50 years is not legal proof of any crime being committed, period. Now, in saying that, Seamus, many crimes are convicted on word of mouth because they're convicted by a jury on who they believe, as James pointed right. out a few minutes ago, and Maliki pointed so, that out too. So, when a child comes forward and makes allegations like that, they don't just sit down with the guardie, they sit down with child experts. And I mean, these people know what they're doing and they nine times out of ten they can tell the difference between a child telling the truth or lies there can when be you, no when you say a child they're an adult now you're talking about an adult yeah. now yes yeah yeah um they they're experts like um they know I, we yeah, but they get it wrong every now and again Seamus sure look well, they, the but, yeah, but, but, but hang on you can say but look but is it fair that an innocent person could go to jail because they get it wrong every now and again? In most other crimes, we will have evidence. You know, but for example, that, in a murder crime, you need a weapon yeah. and a body. You yeah. know, I mean, is, so... Isn't that what I said to you a while ago, that we have to protect the innocent as well? So yes. those people that make false allegations, there can be no other choice but a judge to send them to jail for a very, very long time. And I agree time. with you, but it's very difficult to prove in court. If, for example, somebody is found not guilty, let's say, uh, let's say a boy takes a man to court for sexually abusing him 30 years ago and the man is yeah. found not guilty because there's not enough evidence or whatever, you can't turn around and say it's a false allegation. There may not just be enough evidence, but you can say it's a false allegation. Unless somebody case, gives evidence to suggest yeah, that it is false. Unless there's evidence. Isn't that a, a catch-22 situation at the end of the day? I know. Well, it's, it can destroy somebody's life Look, if somebody just make an allegation. But, but, yeah, because, okay, well, like, well, hang, well, hang on for a second. James, you, you, you've, I mean, Seamus has been on the air with us a few times. He is a survivor of the institutional abuse in this country. And many people are survivors of institutional abuse in this country over the years, which you yourself have admitted it was a terrible time in Irish history. Yes, it was now. Yeah, but many yeah. of those people, unlike yourself, uh, you know, wouldn't be willing to give for forgiveness uh, that easy. And they want justice. And it may be 30 years later. Do you believe they should be barred from getting justice 30 years later? Well, all I'm uh, saying, Niall, is uh, I've no problem with a person who's found guilty. They must go to, uh, and serve their time, Niall. Uh, you know I mean? And that's only right. But uh, I was listening to Judge a couple of years ago. He was on uh, the Night programme, Judge Barry White, Niall. Not the singer now, Niall. I know, I know. I've heard of him, yeah. yeah uh, and uh, he's retired now. He's a very esteemed uh, High Court judge. And he was saying, like, he was getting very worried in the last couple of years about this uh, people being found guilty on allegations, people being found guilty on social media, uh, and he was very, very worried that uh, he said we must always remember to stick fully to the uh, due process now, and uh, 
and everyone being guilty until proven innocent until proven guilty yes that's the one he emphasised very much on yeah. that uh, and, and unfortunately you're right with social media nowadays it's guilty until proven innocent yes yes that's the way it's going and uh, to see that's what he's worried about and he was right now but now see when you're talking about the institution that's slightly different now that is fairly much proven there was no one could really deny that now not even the Catholic Church themselves had denied so that was corroborative evidence so um, yeah, but I mean, but but I'm talking well, about a single person coming forward now. But you would you're agreeing with a statute of limitations. If we did have a statute of limitations, for example, on those crimes of those nature, you know, Seamus would never be able to take a case, or many people like Seamus would never be able to take a case after forty or fifty years. Yes, but see, as I said, the the the, the people I'm not, I'm not concerned about the people who are, who are actually guilty now. They yeah, but okay, so I'm but, concerned about the the ones that could be. Yeah, but but James, you've agreed with a, with a statute of limitations. If there was a statute statute of limitations, that doesn't decide who's guilty and who's not guilty. It just means you can't take a complaint. That's the end of it. See, the, 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 as you said earlier, Niall, can you mount a proper defence, uh, an equal defence against something that happened 40 or 50 years ago? As I said earlier on, you could have someone that could have given you an alibi. You could have been with them. You were the only person that was with them. And now they could be dead. I mean, yeah, I, 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 mean no, I, I, and I do I get that, Seamus. You know? Now, can I say something? Yeah. That gentleman there was on about evidence. At the moment, I have two cases against two civil servants. And the evidence, it's difficult to get through the first door. Okay, well, Seamus, once again, I have to say to you, if you have currently got a case, you cannot talk about a case on the air that you have ongoing. That that gentleman said you need evidence. I have evidence. Okay, well, Seamus, once again... I can't let you talk about a case that's currently ongoing, all right? My apologies. Okay, that's all right. Okay, but you, if a person has evidence, is well, what you're saying. Now, yeah. That makes a strong case when someone... Yeah, but, but, but hang on. Well, either, James, you agree with the statute of limitations or you don't, because the statute of limitations, when you have a statute of limitations, say, for 10 years, which it would be in the United States in certain crimes, or depending on the crime, right? I mean, and depending on the state as well, it doesn't matter how much evidence you have. You cannot make a complaint if you haven't made the complaint before 10 years or before five years or whatever the limitations is in that state. So it doesn't make any difference. Seamus could have a photograph of the person doing it. And it still wouldn't matter. You can't take a case once you have a statute of limitations. Yes, well, that's to see that uh, uh, there's cases made for both sides now. Sometimes, you know, the hard cases, you can make... Laws just for hard cases now. You have to think of the broader picture. Uh, so a blunt instrument, in other words, yeah. yeah. Yes, you know what I mean? Uh, and I, and James, I, I'm kind of caught between a rock and a hard place, James, on this particular debate, because yeah. I do see James's point. You I know, it's, it's very hard to come along and say, 40 years ago, you know, the police knock at your door and say, Seamus, I have a lad here down the police station that says 40 years ago you did something to him on yeah. the night of such and such a date in 1986 or 1985. She wouldn't have a clue. I agree with you that there has to be some sort of a law there that protects them as well. As I said, I haven't heard of any person who has made false allegations that went to jail. And I've heard of a lot of cases. Yeah, no. They should go to jail five to ten years, no ifs or buts. But as you said, there are cases that are going to sneak through the court. It's as simple as. All right, well, listen, lads, I have to wrap it up. Listen, thank you very much indeed, James, and thank you very much indeed, James. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic.